Welcome to the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast. Well, well, well. Welcome back to another another episode. Hey, there we are. Of Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast. Oh, yeah, another one. Another one. Because someone, not going to name names, but I'm pretty sure it was Luke, uh-huh. uh, forgot to unmute the mics. So we did about 20 minutes yep. and of a great episode. You guys should have been there for Luke it, Luke finally looked over and saw that the He's projecting. I don't, I don't run this thing. <laughs> so here we go again. <laughs> All right. We're recording. Are we recording? All right. We're Hope recording. So. <laughs> Today, again, we have some Doctor Strange 2 news, some cancellations. Jason Momoa issues an apology. Uh, apparently, there's a This Is Spinal Tap sequel. Got some Black Mirror news and more news. And more news. More news. First up, uh, Doctor Strange 2 suffers one of the worst drops in MCU history. Uh, this comes via The Direct. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, starring Benedict Cumberbatch. And Elizabeth Olsen has been released in theaters across the globe. That's crazy. Breaking news. What's this whole thing with the, uh, what's her name? Olsen, what's her first name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I want to say Olivia. I don't know why. Um, I, not knowing John Krasinski. Have you seen this online? What? This is like a oh. whole thing about her, like not knowing who John Krasinski is. Really? Yeah. Even though Are I thought, you sure, sure it wasn't clickbait? Because I know that. Like, they didn't film on the same set together. I think that's why. She's like, I, I don't know who he... Like, I know like she knows who he is, Maybe but personally. she never met him. Yeah. yeah. And, but she's met he's she's met his wife for some reason. I don't know. I see it headlines about it. I'm like, I don't care, but I was wondering if you knew. Um, yeah, I know that they didn't film, like, together. It's got to be so weird to not film a scene together. Yeah. That you I mean, together, together. Nowadays, I'm like... Yeah. MCU movies, you're just acting against the screen, which so so, so you don't like really know what you're doing. It's so, actually impressive, like yeah. to be able to act as if you're reacting to somebody, but no one's there. Yeah, <laughs> De- it would definitely be weird. Yeah, Espe- especially if you're like a actor from the olden days, like Patrick Stewart or something. Yeah, which I'm sure he fucking he's probably did it during the Multiverse of Madness. Probably that and uh, like X Men: Days of Future Past. Oh, was he in that one? Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Audience flooded. They flooded. Flooded. They flooded cinemas. They fucking hijacked fire fire trucks. They hiked their pants up so their pants wouldn't get wet. Yep. Audience flooded the cinemas last weekend with the film earning $187.4 million domestically and $265 million internationally. The buzz around the Sorcerer Supreme sequel was loud, especially after the juggernaut success of Spider-Man No Way Home. Couple that with the return of director Sam Raimi to comic book movies and the never-ending list of possible cameos uh, and the multiverse of madness became the 11th highest-grossing opening weekend of all time. Marvel Studios' is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness grossed $16.7 million on Friday, dropping a steep 81% from the $90.7 million earned domestically during its opening day. This marked the second worst second Friday drop for an MCU movie. Who's the first? Uh, probably your MCU movie. Yeah, it didn't do too well. So, so bad, you don't even remember it. it. Took two years to film too. It was probably Black Widow. It was probably Black Widow. Probably Black Widow. Something about HBO Max. Uh, <laughs> if I fucking Google first worst second Friday, I'm just gonna Google it. <laughs> first worst second Friday. <laughs> first. Worst second Friday MCU mo- Moby movie. Moby. Mobius. It was probably Mobius. Um, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. Seven worst movies in the MCU. Doctor Strange 2. Uh, all right, here we go. Deadline. Don't let us down, Deadline. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Deadline says had a great fall in its second weekend, down sixty seven percent. What does it say in your article? Eighty one. Who's right? <sighs> I've never heard of the drop or the direct. What I say? <laughs> yeah, the direct. Um, Uber successful. 
Spider-Man No Way Home. Decline. Maybe never know. We will never. Wait. Probably Black Widow. Now, we made a lot of hay about Disney slash Marvel's Black Widow second weekend drop back in July that the pick's release was impacted by the theatrical Disney Plus PVOD day and date strategy plus piracy. Plus piracy. The argument still stands rock solid. I am the captain. No. All right. I don't fucking know. It's probably Black Who Widow. Cares? It was probably Black Widow. Um, Let's be honest here. Yeah. It's all because you didn't go see it with me. So thanks a lot. Yeah, because they would have made a billion dollars because yeah. we would have paid it half a billion dollars each. Yep. <laughs> uh, it was it was really good during the first one. It was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, rip Doctor Strange two. I, I guess I have to wait until it comes out on, on Disney Plus. On VOD. Is it still in theaters? What did they say? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Video on demand. What did it say? PVOD. PVOD. What is PVOD? Uh, Disney Plus PVOD. Personal video on demand. I guess. Private video on demand. Peepy. Playful. Anyways. All right. Speaking about demands, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Uh, well, that's a dumb segue. People demanded Jason Momoa uh, issue an apology this including weekend. Luke. Including me. I was pissed. How dare you? Earlier this week, the Aquaman star took to Instagram to share pictures he took of himself admiring the artwork inside the Sistine Chapel. Uh, the only problem is photography is off limits to the fact that flash can be harmful to the artwork. I've never heard of that anywhere. Maybe just old artwork? Even like the phone flash? I don't know. I the imagine, superhero flash? I was thinking like those old timey like light bulbs that exploded. That makes sense, but I don't know about phone flash. Anyways, <laughs> on his Instagram, he posted a picture with the caption, I love you, Italy. What a beautiful start to our day enjoying Roma. Uh, fans were outraged, and some even believed the actor, who is 42 years old, received special treatment. Uh, one user wrote, We regular people are not allowed to film inside the Sistine Chapel. Another fan said, uh, We can't take pics, but of fucking course, celebrities can. I feel, I feel like if you take your time out, out of the day to comment on someone's Instagram post, you're not a regular person. No. I don't comment on shit. Fuck no. I scroll. Yeah, I'm like, don't care, don't care, don't <laughs> care. I wouldn't. I didn't even know that you couldn't take pictures inside the Sistine Chapel. So and it was weird if well, I, th- that people were so enraged about that because in the picture his dick was out. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sure if that actually was, it'd be fucking hilarious. What it was, people would definitely be more out, yeah. outraged about him taking pictures in so, the Sistine Chapel. Life hack, if you're going to take pictures inside the Sistine Chapel, be naked. Yep. Uh, We can't take pics, but of course celebrities can. Nothing against Jason. I adore him, but it's not fair. (laughs) Nothing against Jason. Like, Jason Momoa was going to take that personally. Yeah, he's like, oh, no. User Caddyshack597 doesn't like me. Oh, well. Go make a million dollars. That's what he said, too. He said, oh, well. It's actually in his apology. So it's... After Momoa received backlash, he issued an apology video that was shared by just Jaren saying, oh, well, I'll go make a million dollars. He said, I just wanted to say if you ever felt that I disrespected your culture, it wasn't my intention. And then the article. Maybe it was his intention. Yeah, he's like, fuck (laughs) these people. Uh, It went on just to talk about Jason Momoa in various different ways. So I was like, that's that's about it. Hell yeah. It was always like. The Aquaman star who recently signed on for the Fast and Furious franchise. Like, it's like a biology. Biology? Biography. Biology. It's biology. <laughs> it's his biology. His dick was out. Yep. All right. Uh, speaking of almost canceled. Nice. It's cancellation season. Marvel's Modoc canceled by Hulu after one season. This comes from Viaya Deadline. Hulu is bidding farewell to another one of its Marvel properties, MODOK. The streamer's adult animated show from Jordan Bloom, Blum, 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 Plum, and Patton Oswalt has been canceled after one season. Oswalt also voiced the title role, a supervillain struggling to balance his company and family. Other actors who lent their voice to the action were Ben Schwartz, Amy Garcia, John Daly, Melissa Fumero, Sam Richardson, Beck Bennett, and Wendy McLendon Covey. Uh, good who, name. 
Hulu has struggled to find success with its properties from Marvel, which is one of the main brands on the Disney Plus, the Walt Disney Company's flagship streaming platform. The live-action series Hellstrom was canceled after one season, and two of the four planned animated series, Howard the Duck and Tiger and Dazzler, didn't move forward. All the projects originated at Marvel Television, the defunct television division that was run by Jeff Loeb. It shut down in 2020, and oversight of the TV projects moved to Marvel Studios. Um, meh. Yeah. 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 Watch like half of this. I think Jordan watched more than I did. Really? It was like a like stop motion, like robot chicken type animation. Oh, really? That's kind of yeah. cool. But, this wasn't good. Mm, mm, mm. What do you think, like, Turbo Man? Yeah, what do you think? Very insightful. He has no battery, so his brain doesn't work. Oh. Um, yeah, it was just Modoc, and his family was Modocs, and they're... But his name was Modoc and his family was the Modocs. <laughs> I mean, they're like the same whatever species. I don't know. Oh, it just be is. like, like, hi, I'm Earl. This is my family, the Earls. Yeah, yeah. It was just like the typical daughter thinks dad's lame and annoying, and that's annoying. Yeah. Uh, never watched Hellstrom. I feel like that was like. They're trying to be like X-Files, like superhero X-Files, maybe. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, what you're talking about. Well, when you guys couldn't hear us, we were talking about how it was a, uh, what, about two agents or whatever? Yeah, either they Older gained powers Scully. or they're, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, it was a dude and a chick, too. His name was Boulder and Skelly. Yeah. Do I have IMDb on here? I'm going to look it up. I'm look IMDb up the, it. The synopsis. Internet movie database. Alstrom. That's well, well, that happened. Probably heard that. Yep. Damon and Anna Anna Hellstrom are the son and daughter of a mysterious and powerful serial killer. Ooh. The siblings have a complicated dynamic as they track down the terrorizing worst of humanity, each with their attitude and skills. Yeah, that sounds terrible. That does sound real bad. <laughs> Only got rated by eight thousand people. <laughs> rated low by eight thousand people too. I uh, six point seven. Not really? the worst, but yeah, no. Clearly, no one has worse. seen it. What's the cast? Oh, Tom Austin and Sydney Lemon. I don't know any of those people. Oh, some chick in this Marvel series. Her name was Elizabeth Marvel. Nice. <laughs> Another guy's name is Robert Wisdom. I wonder if she was unmarried, so people had to call her Ms. Marvel. Ha! Ha! Oh, I got jokes. Oh, the, hey. the guy that played. Ooh. Colossus in the 2000s X-Men movies. He was in the show. Oh, nice. Probably why I didn't watch that. It sounds terrible. And then CW Arrowverse is dying a slow, painful death uh, with the Flash allegedly ending after the next season. Like, it's supposed to have, like, a shorter season next season. An abbreviated season. Yeah. Nice. And then Legends of Tomorrow was canceled. It could be Legends of Yesterday, am I right? <laughs> hey. Legendary. Yeah, they wanted a, another season, but DC and Discovery and shit's probably like, nah, oh, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, no, you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, it was a very uh, very cartoony show. Mm-hmm. Where Was it live action? Yeah. But it was like campy? Yeah. And nice. if, like with all CW superhero shows, the effects were pretty bad. Yeah. Like 90% of the time. Was it like the Green Lantern movie? Uh... I feel like the earlier seasons were a tiny bit better, but I fell off after after the later seasons. After right. I got too too campy and cartoony, and oh, none of the superheroes like used their powers. That's dumb. And they brought on characters that they made for the show. I'm just like, don't care, man. Guy who is like a Flash character. He's like, I need to get across town. He's like, are you gonna run? No, I'm gonna take the bus. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then another show, Naomi, which is about this chick that gets powers, and she lives in the real world, but is a fan of the DC universe, the DC comics, or she's in the DC universe. It just sounds like I don't know fan service, where it's like keep reading our comic books. Yeah, I, you could become part of our universe too. I don't think she had like like a lot of source material. Like she's a recent character, I believe. Oh. 
which she either appeared in like other comic books and had like a short, like a very short, like eight issue solo run. Uh, but and then something else was canceled. Everything. Oh, Batwoman! Batwoman was canceled. Was, did that ever make it? Oh no, I'm thinking Batgirl. That hasn't even made it to screen. Yeah, yet. no. Uh, Batwoman starred Ruby Rose in the first season. Oh, really? But she left after after the first season, uh, and then she got replaced. Um, I only watched like a third of the first season. And I'm like, yeah, this is bad. Which, so what was the backstory of Batwoman? Uh, she's Bruce Wayne's cousin. Oh, of course. Yeah, that, well, that, that's from the comics. Yeah. I mean, OFC, of fucking course. Yep. FTW <laughs> for the world. Yeah, it's, in the show, they when Batgirl or Bat, Batwoman's a child, her and her sister were saved by Batman when they're in a car crash. Like, they saved them from drowning. All right. And then, like, Batman slash Bruce Wayne, of course, disappears. So she takes up Under the mantle. Mysterious circumstances? Yeah. Nice. I don't know if they ever figured out those circumstances. Well, I didn't because it was canceled. Didn't. But yeah, and then Ruby Rose left after the first season, so they replaced her with a person of color, which, of course, people are fucking upset about. Right. She finds the Batwoman costume because Ruby Rose's Batwoman dies in a plane crash. So she just finds the costume and puts it on and becomes a bad woman. Yeah. No formal training. Nope. Not a billionaire. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I wish uh, when they canceled like shows mid-season, they at least give them a few episodes to wrap everything up just to see how shitty it would be to try to wrap everything up in a few yeah. episodes. Like that, where they never really found Batman. And then they're like, okay, well, we got to wrap it up. Batman just shows back up. He's like, hey, I'm back. Get out of here, kid. Yeah, I can take it from here. <laughs> yeah. And then all the lo- that's the only loose end that's, like, I mean, ever resolved, but shittily. And then everything yeah. else going on in the season is just like, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Yeah, and at that point, like, I don't care. Yep, I'm done watching this. Want to know something I'm also going to not know? What? It's a bad segue. It was a really bad I segue. Anyway, it. Spinal Tap sequel's in the work. Nice. Spinal Tap 2 is coming. Deadline. So I forget who this article was by, but they literally just took a deadline report and then made a report on it. So I'm going to say this is deadline. Via someone, via deadline? Yeah. Uh, Spinal Tap 2 is coming. Deadline reports that a sequel to the beloved 1984 mockumentary. This is Spinal Tap. Watched is it? in the works. I, yeah, so freaking long ago. I think I just like watched a clip and that's about it. It's probably the, the famous. Uh, this one goes to eleven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob Reiner, who made his directorial debut with the original, will return for the sequel, as will cast members and fictional bandmates Michael McKean, uh, Christopher Guest, and Harry Shearer. And Reiner will also reprise his role as the Doc's director. Uh, the plan is to do a sequel that comes out on the 40th anniversary of the original film. Reiner told Deadline. When is that? Oh, I'll tell you okay. at the end of the article. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> uh, I can tell you hardly a day goes by without someone saying, why don't you do another one? So for many years. We Every said, day for 40 years. Apparently. <laughs> we said. It's probably the same person just outside, yeah. their, outside their house. Just commenting. <laughs> hey, <laughs> do another one. <laughs> uh, why would you do another one? <laughs> uh, so for many years we said, nah. <laughs> it wasn't until we came up with the right idea how to do this. You don't just want to do it to do it. You want to honor the first one and push a little further with the story. Uh, they've played Albert Hall, played Wembley Stadium, all over the country and Europe. Reiner continued as he talked about the concept behind the sequel. Oh, my God. Does this dude ever shut up? No. Uh, they haven't spent any time together recently, so that became the premise. The idea was that Ian Faith, who was their manager... Uh, he passed away. In reality, Tony Hedra passed away. This is getting confusing already. <laughs> yeah, you lost me. Ian's widow ago. inherited a contract that said Spinal Tap owed them one more concert. She was basically going to sue them if they didn't. All wow. these years and a lot of bad blood we'll get into, and they're thrown back together and forced to deal with each other to play this concert. We get it. Uh <laughs> 
Deadline says that the film is slated for release on March 19th, 2024. Ooh, that's almost my birthday. Nice. A little over 40 years. Oh, it's over 40 years. You suck. You fuckers. A little over 40 years after the original release. I wasn't planning on seeing it, but so, I'm definitely not now. Was released. This is Spinal Tap. We'll have a special screening next. Oh, it's already shot. Why is it being released two years from now? Build uh, momentum or something. Yeah, something. This is Spinal Tap. We'll have a special screening next week at the Cannes Film Festival. Excuse me. Um, earlier this month, Rick Parnell. The drummer who played Spinal Tap's ill-fated drummer in the film passed away at 70. Ill-fated drummer? What does that mean? I don't you know. Die in the movie? I guess. I don't know. Die in the movie, you die you in die real in life. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. I thought it was cool. I mean, I, I did watch Spinal Tap for forever and a day ago, but I couldn't So for, 40 years ago? Yeah, at least 40 <laughs> years ago. I'm 63 years old. You're going to see the sequel? Probably not. How does that make you feel? I don't think anyone's going to see the sequel in theaters. I feel like it's got to be... There's probably some diehard Spinal Tap fans out there. I'm sure there are, but... There's probably at least 12 of them. I wonder... Or 11. (laughs) Nice. Good callback. Uh, I wonder what the demographic is, though. Old people. Who's going out to theaters? Old people. Are they, though? I guess. Yeah. I don't understand streaming. I give these people $15 and I watch a movie. There's not a lot of old people left, and they're all the ones seeing... uh, Doctor Strange 2 in its second weekend. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, I forget. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, speaking of probably terrible decisions, Gotham Knights ordered at CW. They're like, Hydra, you cut off one head and... Except, Six more will grow back uh, or whatever. Except one takes its place. Oh. Shitty, so, yeah, sh- a shitty Hydra. <laughs> uh, it's a lizard's tail. Gotham Knights ordered at CW. This comes from Variety. In Gotham Knights, in the wake, what the fuck? In Gotham Knights, in the wake of Bruce Wayne's murder, his rebellious adopt, adopted son, Oscar Morgan, forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they all frame when they are all framed for killing the Cape Crusader. Why does everything have fucking like Bruce Wayne disappearing? Well, um, because if anything was to happen with all the original whatever's villains, Batman would stop them. So you have to have Batman out of the way so that... Because, I mean, Batman's kind of OP. That's yeah. where that Because I'm Batman saying came yeah. from. I fucking hate that. So, like, you need Batman out of the way for, like, any sort of new person to come in or else Batman's just going to be like, get out of here, kid. Yeah, I'm from New York. <laughs> yeah. Even though... I mean, it's technically Chicago, isn't it? Isn't that what Gotham's based off of? No, it's New York. Is it? Yeah, because I think... Uh, New York City is also known as Gotham. Oh, yeah. Don't There's a Gotham it. Theater in New York. Mm. So there you go. Mm. Uh, I need to Gotham. Fucking his rebellious adopted son. How many relatives does this guy have? He has adopted sons and cousins I, and nieces. I don't know if he adopted. I know Jason Todd is rebellious. but I don't know if he ever adopted him. Jason Todd is Nightwing, right? No, he's Red Hood. Red Hood. Dick Grayson is Nightwing. Oh, okay. And then... Who's Darkwing Duck? <laughs> um, and then Tim Drake, he's the third Robin. But he's not rebellious. And, fuck, what the hell's his actual son? Damien. He is rebellious, but he's not his adopted son. Who's Damien's mom? Talia El Ghul. Oh, okay. The daughter of Rachel Ghul. Yeah. That one, I that person, I do know. Oh, so maybe, maybe she became barren after the first one, and so they adopted another one. I know. I, I know that in the comics, Talia drugs Batman mm-hmm. and forces him to have sex with her. Wow. Yeah, that's rape. Yeah, this was like the nineties, I think. So, oh, so. It, it was extreme times. Yeah, in comics. <laughs> um, but. I'm not. I'm definitely not fucking sold on the uh, Batman, the children of Batman's enemies. Yeah. So there's like son of Joker, yeah. son of the Riddler. Yeah. That's son, so stupid. Son of Two Face. Son of a bitch. I wonder. I wonder if Two Face would have like if if it's three faces. No, he had twins, and one one, one had a normal face, and, and one didn't. <laughs> and they just fought. I'm the pretty one. Uh, and as the city's most wanted criminals, this renegade band of misfits must fight to clear their names. 
But in a Gotham with no dark night to protect it, the city descends into its most dangerous it's ever been. However, hope comes from the most unexpected places as this team of mismatched fugitives will become its next generation of saviors known as the Gotham Knights. I'll let you know I already hate this and I'll never watch it. I hate it it. too. I'll never watch it. (laughs) In addition to Morgan and Collins, this cast includes Fallon Smythe, Tyler... De Chiara, Olivia Rose Keegan, Navia Robinson, Anna Lore, Rayhart Adams, Chad Fiveash. All right. Wait, wait. No, I was thinking of a different five. Oh, wait, no. Chad, Chad Fiveash, James Stodaro, and Natalie Abrams co wrote the series. Never heard of them. Yeah, me neither. Fiveash and Stodaro, executive produced with Abrams, co executive producing. Greg Berlanti, Sarah Schechter, and David Madden, executive produced via fucking Berlanti Productions, blah, 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 blah. Dumb. Why don't they have a Batman, an actual Batman? They're doing like everything but around Batman. Batman. It doesn't make sense. Like People I, go to watch Batman. They don't go to watch the son of Batman or yeah. like whatever. And they always do this, and it always fails, and Hollywood... I.e. Batwoman. Never, yeah, never learns. They're like, well, we can't do Batman. Why can't you? Is there anything saying you can't do Batman? Uh, they don't want to, I don't know, I guess lower the quality of Batman. They did a Flash series that was successful for a little bit, and there's going to be a Flash Doesn't movie. Doesn't mean it was good. Successful for a little bit. But, well, I'm, like, there was the animated series. Like, you could do another one of those if you wanted to. I don't know who would do it or what studio would do I'll it. I'll do it. Go ahead. I'll do it with my crude drawings. But you could do that. There's there's a market for Batman. There's no market for the son of Batman's criminals. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the adopted son of Batman and teaming that, up with. It's like, we're going to make a show about Superman's adopted half-cousin. or Like, who cares? They want to yeah. see Superman. Yeah. They want to see Henry Cavill as they Superman. Should, Warner Brothers Discovery should just... Stop. Kill off the CW yeah. shows and put everything on in theaters or HBO Max. Uh, it, it just doesn't make it. Like, you can have a Batman series that's not as grand as the movies and it'd still be fine. Yeah. Like, uh, show him being a detective, show him whooping some ass and resolving something at the end of the episode and then each episode leads up to something for the end of the season and the beginning of the next season. It's not... A hard formula. Apparently it is. Apparently it is. Uh, I guess this show isn't for us. It's, uh, it's I mean, for, I'm, they'll probably, it, they'll probably all be for? teenagers, so they'll appeal to cool teens. Cool teens. Cool teens. Poutine. <laughs> I had poutine the other day. Did you? At the Raven? Yep, it was good. Hell yeah. They have a, I, I saw that picture that, you posted or Kayla posted? Kayla posted. I, I, took, I took the picture. And I looked at her pasta that she got, and I was like, Ugh. "I hate how she didn't get pasta." Well, she got something. We shared poutine. Oh, all right. We're getting off topic. Yeah. All right. Anyways, deep fried jalapenos. Um. Yeah, that didn't leave me with a good segue <laughs> for this. Anyways, deep fried jalapenos. <laughs> uh. So apparently, Black Mirror season six is in development at Netflix, which it's been like a few years since season five came out, right? Yeah. Um. According to Variety. Uh, Netflix is currently developing a brand new installment to the acclaimed sci-fi and anthology drama Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Nearly three years since its latest season debuted. Three years. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I was right. It's like you read this article. I think I did. (laughs) Uh, Further details about its plot and cast are still being kept under wraps, but casting has reportedly started for the project, and I'm waiting for my call any day now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, (laughs) What's this for again? What are we talking about? Black Mirror Oh, yeah, Black Mirror. (laughs) You're not British. (laughs) Do you not fucking... I could do a great British. Did you hear my... Impression of you. You, you gotta say it like that. You, you just have to mumble like that. Yeah. Uh, the outlet notes that Black Mirror season six would be consisting of more than three episodes. Okay. So that's cool. 
described as a more cinematic in scope. Yeah, that, that, that's British television for you. Yeah. They, they drop like three episodes and like never touch it ever again. It's either like three episodes or 27 episodes to a season. There's no in between. No, 27 episodes. That That's American television. Well, like there's British, uh, the older British there is British that have like hundreds of episodes and they've only had like two seasons. And you're like, what? How the fuck? It's just... Each episode is being developed as a standalone film. The new installment will be... What? Con- That's what it says. It says, described as more cinematic in scope. Each oh. episode is being developed as a standalone film. Uh, the new installment will be produced by Charlie Brooker and Annabelle Jones through Makes their sense. Broke and Bones banner. So, yeah. Did you ever watch that... Um, banner Snatch? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> it, was the, it was the Black Mirror, but it was interactive. Banner Snatch. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I can't remember it was forever ago. Yeah, it started. Uh, Is it Broken Bones Banner Snatch? No. All right. It had Will Poulter in it. Poulter, Poltergeist, Poltergeist. Uh, He's back. That's pretty good. That's I I that's I didn't different. go like do it again and try to do different choices or anything just because I don't have the attention span for that. I think at the scene where it's like, hey, you can jump off this. High story apartment, right? And I did, and they're like, "Oh, do you do you want to go back and choose a different <laughs> choice?" And you're like, "No, nah, I'm done." Fifteen <laughs> minutes in, I was like, "Sure, I can't, I can't wait." But I, I hope each episode isn't. I hope like it's just like cinematic looking and not, not like cinematic not length, hour and a half. Yeah, two yeah. hours. It might be all right. I don't know. I I what happened to like didn't the first couple seasons had more than just a few episodes in it, didn't it? Uh, it no, the, the first season had three episodes, and then the second one, I think, had three episodes. Oh, really? Uh, I think season... I think both season three and four each had, like, six six episodes. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of is season three and four. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I, I mean, I haven't watched Black Mirror in a long time, so... It makes sense. Yeah. New episodes haven't come out. In well, I haven't forever. even gone back and rewatched any. I know there's a few uh, Black Mirror episodes I haven't watched, and I just haven't had the uh, want to go back and watch them. But after watching the new ones, I might go back and watch them again. Uh, the one of the whatever season had like the robot dogs and like the killer bees. Wu Tang Clan? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that season was, I didn't finish the Killer Bees episode or the, there was, I don't know, another fucking, like, a military episode, and I was like, ah, I don't care about these, so. Is that the one where? Maybe they're the same episode. Um, Either way. What I was did. it? It was all, like, an act. This, like, this lady had to relive this fucking. Oh, no, that's White Bear. Oh, okay. That was, I think, in the first That was a great season. episode. Yeah. I think that's my favorite episode. Yeah, because it actually, like, a lot of times when there's something with a twist, I'm like, I already see the twist coming. Yeah. That one I didn't see coming. Yeah, you know, the whole fucking time. That, that was the first Black Mirror episode I've ever watched. And the whole time I'm just like, what the fuck yeah. is happening? I know. What is great. wrong with these people? Why aren't they helping her? <laughs> it was so good. Then it shows that her and her fucking boyfriend or whatever uh, murdered that kid. And yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, piece of shit. Piece of shit. <laughs> You deserve. That's all I have. I mean, there, there's no, they're just casting at the moment. But I was just excited to see that Black Mirror was coming back. Still waiting on my call. <laughs> I can say that for, for a whole episode. Um, I have a couple more pieces of news. Oh, let's hear them. The Toxic Avenger remake rated R for strong gore and brief graphic nudity. This comes from Bloody Disgusting. Bloody Disgusting. There you go. The Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> uh, Via Bloody Disgusting, the Toxic, the, the, top, the Toxic Avenger is coming back to life with a brand new movie from Legendary Entertainment with Malcolm Blair, who did I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore, which I don't think I've ever heard of. Never heard of that one. And Green Room. Never heard of that one either. Have you? Really? Green Room? Uh, What's what, it about? Uh, this punk band goes to play the show at like this skinhead compound. 
and they witness a murder. Oh, yeah, it stars uh, Charles Xavier, whatever is yeah, Pat- Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart, Stewart yep. sir, and Sir uh, Patrick Stewart, Anton Yelchin, and Imogen Poots. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. Not by name. Oh, directing the fresh take on the trauma classic. A trauma movie just isn't a trauma movie unless it's rated R. The good news here is that Blair's The Toxic Avengers definitely rated R. Heck yeah. Uh, Stars Peter Dinklage. Really? As the Toxic Avenger. I don't think I've ever seen the original. I've never seen the original. Uh, I'm going to IMDB it. I'm going to... Imdibit. Too bad it's not on our series that we're doing of all the Avenger movies in chronological order. Could be. The last one, hopefully. Uh, Tromaville has a monstrous new hero. The toxic Avenger is born when meek mop boy Melvin falls into a vat of toxic waste. Now evildoers will have a lot to lose. Uh, this came out in 84. It's got a 6.2 out of 10 with only 28,000 ratings. 6.2 out of 10 with yeah. 28,000? That's an okay movie. He was, the poster says, he was 98 pounds of solid nerd until he became the Toxic Avenger. He became the Toxic Nerd. Nerd Avenger. <laughs> he started posting online. <laughs> Him a toxic gaslighting Avenger. He's like, ah, oh, all this toxin, and then he's online. I can't take pictures in the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> if I can show my dick. <laughs> uh, and uh, and finally, my last piece of piece of fun news: a ticket from the game where Fer- Ferris Bueller's Day Off was filmed just sold at auction. Oh, the the Yankee game. Mm-hmm. This comes from ESPN. Oh, hey. Look at you. Look at me Reaching branching out, out. Branching out with my sources. One of the most memorable scenes in 1986's Ferris Bueller's Day Off takes place at Wrigley Field. Ferris, his uh, friend Cameron, and Ferris's girlfriend, Sloan. Oh, that's White Sox, isn't it? Uh, Cubs? Chicago? One of the Chicago? <laughs> Whatever. I, I'm not a sports guy. World Series. Uh, it only takes place in America. Uh, have skipped school to have a memorable memorable day off in Chicago. As part of their Avenger, uh, Avengers, Toxic Avengers, Avengers <laughs> adventures, they take in a Chicago Cubs game at okay. Wrigley Field where Ferris catches a foul ball. He's almost seen by his nemesis, Dean Ed Rooney, but Rooney just misses a catching glimpse of him as the camera cuts away from his catch. Now, at least one lucky fan has purchased a piece of that particular bit of history. How much do you think I sold for? Uh, $50,000. Final answer? Yep. Let's go through this in trivia. Heritage Auctions had acquired a ticket from the game where the scene was filmed. The ticket ended up selling Friday for $1,050. way off. <laughs> Sorry, Matthew Broderick. If, uh, if I... If someone told me, "Oh, I could," you could only get a thousand dollars for that ticket. I'd be like, I'm fucking keeping it then. Yeah, like it'd be cool to have. Speaking of tickets, things, things to have. Like I was, I have a a few domains on like GoDaddy, and you can sell them. Oh yeah, apparently. So I, I'm thinking about just doing a side hustle where I just buy up domains that are like close to like you're gonna popular. Squ- yeah, you're gonna be a domain squatter. Yeah, someone has BrokenDiamond.com. And if I want to buy it, I have to spend like 500 bucks at least. Yeah, that's the price I put on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wish. Uh, some fan at the game held on to their ticket, and it turned out to be a good decision. Mike Provenzale, Provenzale, something. Yep. Provenzale. Sports operations supervisor and auctioneer at Heritage told ESPN, the game took place September 24th, 1985, with the Expos beating the Cubs 17-15. to that's a high score in baseball. Holy shit. Game. Jesus. Future Baseball Hall of Famer Andre Dawson was the biggest star for the Expos, going four for six with three home runs and eight RBIs. It's one of those things about Baseball Hall of Fame. It's like everybody just gets in if they play long enough. So, like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, me either. Uh, tickets to high-profiling sporting events have sold for quite a bit of money in the past. Heritage auctioned off a ticket from Jackie Jackie Robinson's 
MLB debut. Well, that makes sense. For $480,000 in February. Yeah, I, I would have just fucking kept it. I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm good. I thought I thought I was gonna get like at least ten thousand dollars for this. Yeah, I was expecting more from that one super fan. Yeah, but I was just talking about Ferris Bueller's Day off the other day because of Steve's car. Oh yeah, and I was like leaning up against it, and it just reminded me of that when he's standing outside the school waiting for his girlfriend or whatever to get dismissed because he called as her dad or whatever. Don't remember. You haven't watched that movie in a long time. Nope. That's it's one of the only scenes I remember from it. That and uh. When they're driving the car backwards to try to reduce oh, the mileage, yeah. idiots, idiots. Uh, all right, yep, that's it for uh, the it. for the news segment. Moving on to spoiler alert. Yeah, well, yeah, well we we'll see about that. You don't fucking have anything again. <laughs> oh my god, dude! The only things I've watched is the stuff that I watch for this podcast. So, Batman sixty six and the movie that we'll be discuss- discussing later. All right. Well, I have watched something. Oh yeah, this segment is. Where we talk about, or supposed to talk about, yeah, I know things that we have watched, listened to, or read. To be fair, this is like the and first week here that we've had nice weather, so I've just been outside. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we should invest in one of those portable DVD players. They don't have to buy DVDs too. <laughs> well, I watched uh, episode one of the Bel Air reboot. Oof! Yeah, yeah. Uh, just pretty. Was it decent? Yeah, the, well, at least the first episode. Yeah, well, the, it's the one that draws you in. Yeah, it's a more serious take instead of a like a straight up comedy. Yeah, trying to be what the original was, because I'm Will Smith is like one of the creators or executive producers, right? So I'm sure like they knew if they tried to straight up copy it, they would just fail immediately. Yeah, because the original is so good. Yeah, it's one of my favorite sitcoms of all time yeah and it was on is it still on disney plus uh or was it hbo max it was on one of those streaming I, services well the 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 reboot is on peacock so maybe it moved but i i remember oh, i think it was hbo max, HBO max yeah that it was on yeah i watched it when i got hbo max well when you gave me the password yeah, HBO when you max. got hbo max <laughs> uh yeah it, it flashes out will's mom more Oh, really? Instead of uh, that one episode? Well, in the beginning, like, for the longest time, it didn't show Will's mom. Yeah. But in the first episode, like, she's a prominent character, and it shows Will Smith in Philadelphia. Born and raised? Born and raised. Oh, I'll I'll get to that. (laughs) All right. Uh, Like, it shows what happened. Like, instead of it explaining what happened in in the opening credits. Right. Like, it shows what happened. Like, it oh, shows them actually getting into the fight. And with a couple of guys who were up to no good? They were definitely up to no good. Nice. Um. Yeah, speaking of uh, Born and Raised, like, they sprinkle, like, parts of the of the theme song throughout the episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Will says, because he got picked up from LAX, like, his uncle was supposed to send a send a car but he couldn't but he got a ride anyways from a guy named jazz oh, oh. DJ Jazzy jeff yeah i was like jordan that's dj jazzy jeff he's like who oh boy but but it wasn't actually dj jazzy jeff it was just some guy named jazz well dj jazzy jeff played a guy named jazz in the ring yeah. so it makes sense uh it was oh fuck it was oh fuck um quincy jones wasn't it the who, who was driving the taxi he was, I, th- I think it was him dressed up as Will's mom. Was it? Who was driving the taxi in the original? I can look it up while you, while you go on. Uh, but they're in the car together, and Jazz is, like, like asking him where he's from. He knows that he's, like, from Philly. He's, like, are you from north or west? Uh, and Will's, like, west, born and raised. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was Quincy Jones. As, as a cab driver. Oh, who dressed up as his, as his mom? I don't know. Let me see. You mean his aunt? No, it was his mom. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. She was like, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air, like pointing at him, wearing like a shower cap or something. Yeah. And like one of those like weird floral gowns that are like a nightgown, but. Yeah. I I like their characters. Like they don't try to straight up copy the characters. Like Carlton, he right. he he's, he's still like a 
short person that Will makes fun of, uh, but he's more he's a more serious character instead of like straight up comedic relief, and he has like a like a pill addiction, and he like tries his hardest to fit into the Bel Air Bel Air Academy, who's like predominantly a, wh- a white school, right? And um, who's the older cousin? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Still trying to figure out who this is. <laughs> um, what's this called? Oh yeah, Bel Air. Uh, Hillary. Yeah, there it is. Like she, she she's not a, an airhead like the like in the original series. She's like an like a Instagram influence influencer and like she like she's a great cook and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And she's she has like an interview with like this prestigious like a uh, cooking magazine or show show or something. Ashley is more more or less the same, uh, where she's like political and shit. And Jeffrey, the 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 butler, butler, like he plays. Well, at least in this first episode, it seemed like he was more like an Alfred character, like Batman, Alfred, like a mentor. Yeah, like a mentor. Like he'll handle shit. Feel like he'll handle the family affairs and whatnot. So uh, I guess I. It's really hard to find because Google only shows you some things, but I think it's Vivian Banks who was um, the mom. Um, so when you, blah, 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 blah. it says when Will's, no, wait, where was it again? Right here. Uh, the character actress with extensive decades long career. Blah, 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 blah. No, it's yeah. Who is the woman in the Fresh Prince intro? Uh, Vivian Banks, who was Will's aunt, I think it's the same lady, same actor. Yeah, but it's it's not as like easy to find as Quincy Jones was as the taxi driver for some reason. Weird. Yeah, I, I guess we had a deep dive in some documentaries. Ooh, that's another series we should do is like old TV show deep dives or something or something or something. Yeah, uh, deep dive December. I can't. Speak for the whole season because I've only watched one episode, but I, I like the first episode. See, I, I'm always weird when it comes to remakes of shows that I you're just, really enjoy. You're just always weird. Yeah, well, I'm uh, moving to Austin. <laughs> so, All right. Move on to Twitter. This Week in Review. For the second Marvel movie in chronological order. Chronological I order. I remember it this time. Heck yeah. Uh, it's Captain Marvel. Uh, Carol Danvers becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races. She's OP as fuck. Yeah. But it, apparently in the comics, like, she's not that powerful. In this movie, she was powerful yeah. as fuck. Well, in all the movies so far. Directed by uh, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Stars Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, who, amazing always, and Jude Law is Ben Mendelsohn the guy? Yeah, he's the, uh, like the main scroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Yeah, uh, he, he was in Ready Player One as the head of IOI. Oh yeah, yeah. So he can play. Yeah, he's amazing. A, he can play a good hero, a good villain, or a villain that you think is a hero. We'll get to that. Or yeah. a hero that you think is a villain. Uh. Yeah, this movie's a lot better than I remembered. See, I never watched it until right now because I heard that it wasn't You're good. You're watching it right now? Right now, as we speak. <laughs> catching up. Till last night, yeah. if I'm going to be honest. Because uh, I heard it wasn't very good. And then I watched it, and I was like, why are people complaining about this movie? I don't know if maybe they're complaining from the source material, but I never really paid attention to the source material. So just as a standalone movie, I thought it was decent. It was funny. There's a lot of funny parts in there that... I like yeah. a little bit of humor in my comic book movies. Oh, yeah. Well, then you love Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, the de-aging effects on Sam Jackson Amazing. and Clark, uh, on Clark Gregg, they, they look great, but Jackson still moved like a 70-year-old. Uh, I guess I didn't really pay attention. <laughs> I saw him as younger, and I was like, holy shit, they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. When I, I first saw uh, Agent Fury, I was like, oh, they, they got to have, like, Someone playing Samuel L. Jackson. But then I realized it was Samuel L. Jackson real quick, obviously, because you can't real mistake quick. him. And I was like, wow, they did it. It was a much better. I mean, you can mistake him. The, there's 
a famous interview where uh, Denzel. No, uh, it's what? either Samuel Jackson getting, is getting interviewed and he gets asked about being in the Matrix. So they they mistake him for Lawrence Fishburne. How do you yeah. do that? Or it's Lawrence Fishburne being interviewed and being asked about being in Star Wars. Because really? Samuel Jackson was in Star Wars. I don't know. So, something like that. I wouldn't do the research. <laughs> yeah, no. So someone probably got fired. <laughs> yeah. Um I I wish they would have kept the the helmet mohawk look that she had whenever she went out into space. Really? I liked it just when she was in space. I I thought the mohawk helmet looked was looked pretty badass. Yeah, I I like it, but I mean, you have Brie Larson, and you're gonna want to show her face of when course. she's you know. But I I didn't. It was that a thing in the comic books, like the mohawk helmet yeah. thing? Yeah, Did she have that on always in the comic books. Um, I know, I know that she took up the like the role of Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel, and maybe another one where really? she had like slightly different looks. Yeah, like. I like how they introduced it, like, right off the bat, which I'm sure you'll get to. I don't know what your notes say, but... Uh, words. Words. But <laughs> That's just all it says, repeated. Words, 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 words. Her being human, yeah. like, you, you don't need it when you're in a different environment like Earth. So, like, her not having it when she was on planet C-53, like, it made sense to me. And then when she blasted off into space, she needed it again. I, I thought it was fine. I didn't honestly like the way the helmet looked all that much, in my opinion. I liked uh, Carol and Fury's friendship. Yeah, I, I, this honestly like, I think the, I never watched this the first time it came out. I think the only time I seen her was in was it Endgame. Yeah, so like I never well, really. Yeah, it was Endgame, and she wasn't in there for very long. I don't think was she, she was there in the beginning. And then she left back to space, and then she came back at the end. Yeah, so I never really got to see Brie Larson as like an actress, and I liked I liked her character. I liked the way she, I liked the humor that she brought to the role, mm-hmm. and her and Samuel L. Jackson played off each other very well. So. Yeah, it's one of the times you get to see Nick Fury laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back when when he was a young boy, yeah, in the nineties, oh, yeah, just starting out in the in Shield. Uh, I I liked in the end when she was fighting uh, against Jude Law's character, yeah. uh, Jan Rog. Like he knew that he couldn't beat her be- oh, yeah. because of her powers, so yep. he was like, uh, like he puts his gun away and he's like, "Oh, fight, fight me hand to hand!" And she just blasts. Him. Yeah, she's like, "Nah, he's fuck like, you." Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, it was I. I like I said, I, I never knew the source material, so like, I thought she was just fighting bad guys for. Most of the movie, yeah, that, you know? that that's how because a lot of the scrolls they're villains in the comics. Yeah, see, I don't know that. And when I first watched this in theaters, I was like, these guys are definitely bad. And and like the twist was good, and I think because of oh fuck, is that noise? Oh, it's probably the neighbors fucking using a table saw. Jeez, it sounds like it's in your dining room. Yeah, I, th- I thought Jordan had like a powerful. Jet of water just <laughs> sprang into a frying pan. Uh, yeah. Um, what was I getting at? Uh, Before we were rudely interrupted by a, a table by, by not Jordan. Uh, scrolls being bad guys. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it was probably the twist was better for me probably because the guy's acting was so good. I forget his name now. Jude Law? No, oh, no. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Like, his acting is so good. His character was so good. And I was, I, I don't know. I was solely into this movie. After hearing it was bad, I was like, I don't know who it people are talking about i mean gave you low expectations so it gave me every movie i should just go in thinking it sucks yeah. so i could be pleasantly surprised every movie i'll, I'll just tell you that it sucks <laughs> um yeah the 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 little girl uh monica rambo sure i can't remember if her, if her mom is monica or maria if i think her, her mom's maria that makes sense yeah but uh she Turns up uh, in WandaVision. Oh, does she? Yeah. Uh, do you want me to spoil it for you? Yeah, I'm never going to watch uh, it. In the comics, like, she gets powers. Like, she's able to, like, channel, like, different colors of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. With each color comes, like, a different different ability. Oh, nice. Like, one will make her, like, bulletproof and, and vulnerable. 
and the other ones do other things. And she takes up the role of uh, Photon or Spectrum or sometimes uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, really? Yeah, so she gets her powers in WandaVision. Nice. That's pretty cool. Is, is that how um, Captain Marvel received her powers in the source material was the well, explosion I'm not sure. of the... I thought it was a... Wait, do I know? Yeah, uh, the original Marvel mm-hmm. is a dude in the comics. Okay. And uh, he gives her powers by saving her from a an explosion and uh, like his DNA gets on her and... I don't know she absorbs the DNA, and that's how that's how she gets her powers. I, I think. I mean, obviously, every superhero origin is kind of campy anyway. It's always falling into a vat of something, or yeah, whatever, getting bit by something. So I, I think her destroying the uh, the, the engine or whatever it yeah. was, like, and her absorbing the photon radiation or whatever the, it was. Yeah, she, she's got her powers from the from the Tesseract. So she was the yeah. first. She was technically the first. Um, MCU character to get um, powers from one of the cosmic fucking or the the, the infinity yeah infinity stones, but I I, I liked that sequence like I, it I don't want to say it made sense because in real life if you shot that you'd die but yeah in superhero land that makes sense yeah superhero logic yeah yeah that. Movie's definitely good. I liked all the nineties references, how she crashed into a blockbuster. Yeah. And uh Nirvana plays and all that kind of stuff. And she wears a nine inch nail shirt. Yeah. Through most a, of the film. With a flannel. Because grunge. I I thought it was funny that when the uh, the scroll was laying on the table and Nick Fury and takes his, a peek. Yep, they take a peek <laughs> and they're like uh Which you, you usually don't see hear any sort of phallic references in Marvel movies, so yeah. for them to do that was like, that's oh, kind of refreshing. You want to let me read off some trivia? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Brie Larson is allergic to cats, so her scenes involving Goose were filmed with a puppet or computer-generated visual effects. Nice. It was hilarious when they were taken off of the ship oh, shit. and Goose had stored away, and it's like yeah, up against <laughs> the boxes. I thought that was great. I thought also Goose was some kind of dis- different creature. Yeah, yeah because fucking... Uh, Talos, that's yeah. Ben Mendelsohn's yeah, character's name. He was like, well, what the fuck? Get, yeah, get, get that away from me. Um, Goose is played by four uh, different very professional cat actors named Reggie, Gonzo, Archie, and Rizzo. Nice. And Gonzo and Rizzo. Uh, Muppets. Wh- while, while Monica Rambeau is choosing a new color for Carol Danvers' suit, we see many references. A red and yellow suit, the colors worn by DC's Captain Marvel, currently known as Shazam. Nice. A black and gold suit, the color of Carol Danvers's Ms. Marvel suit. And a white and green suit, the classic Kree armor suit in the colors. So Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel are the same character? Uh, I guess. Because there's a Ms. Marvel movie coming out, right? A uh, series, yeah. Series. Okay, it's a series. I've seen things on it, and I was like, wait, is... Wait. Yeah, there is a series, and I think there's also a movie coming out called The Marvels. So is Brie Larson playing Ms. Marvel in that, that movie? Because I, I haven't know. heard anything about it. I don't know. Right. But sp- speaking of that Nine Inch Nails shirt, uh-huh. uh, the Nine Inch Nails t-shirt worn by Carol is a bootleg. Oh, nice. They couldn't even get a real Nine Inch Nails t-shirt for Disney. According to Rob Sheridan, the band's former art director, the rectangle surrounding the Nine Inch Nail wor- wordmark should be the same width as a typography found in the logo. Marvel subsequently reached out to Nine Inch Nails and an official Nine Inch Nails t-shirt commemorating Captain Marvel became available. Oh, nice. Um, while Brie Larson's casting was announced at Comic-Con, CNN read, ran the headline, Shazam! Brie Larson is Captain Marvel, huh. apparently not realizing that they were thinking of the wrong Captain Marvel. Which but I kind of like in, that. In and of itself, it's a bad... It's just a bad headline. I actually don't hate it just because DC's Captain Marvel became Shazam. So there's like a little bit of thing there. I like it. And uh, that's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah. But yeah, I movie was good. It was really good, actually. I, yeah. it, there was no real boring parts of it, in my opinion. I don't think so, at least. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't remember what the next movie is. Iron uh-huh. Man 2 or... 
Guardians? I think it's actually uh, the next Captain America, but we can see here in a sec. All right. You look that up. I'm going to go pee. We're almost done. All right. Let me look it up here. No, it is Iron Man. Luckily for you, Jake, who's not here, you've already seen it because he didn't know we were doing this in chronological order. He's doing it by order of release and then watched all of Iron Man 1 before we watched Captain America last week. So that's fun. And now I'm just here on video rambling because you don't need dead air in a podcast. What did you guys think of the movie? Did you see it yet? Leave a comment down below. Like and subscribe. I follow us on Instagram. Don't know what the Instagram is in the outro. And yeah, this is just awkward now. Did you, fi- did you fi- figure out what the noise was? Are they are they building a a sentry over they're there? They still work on the fucking sidewalk. Oh really? Yeah, they're probably cutting up fucking concrete. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up uh, rewatching Iron Man. I'll, I'll make Jordan watch it. There you go. I've watched it. I mean, I've watched it several times enough to know it, but I'm still going to rewatch it. I remember when it fucking came out. I'm pretty sure my dad fucking saw it without me. And you were so pissed at him? Yeah. <laughs> and then I fucking pirated it. Nice. It was like a huge fucking deal. Yeah, it was the it was the first Marvel movie in a long time. Like, since the 80s or something like that? Early 90s? Uh, or like the shitty Spider-Man? The, I think Blade? Blade, but it was before Marvel had a studio, I think. Yeah. Wait. I think, like, it didn't have... I mean, obviously, Blade was a Marvel IP, but I don't think there was, like, a Marvel studio making yeah, movies and, and, yet, until, until Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yeah. But uh, Kevin Feige actually was, like, a producer or something for for the Blade movies. Really? Yeah. He's been in it since the beginning. Yeah. I don't he, know he how... good job. I don't know how... Warner Brothers can't find someone like fucking Kevin Feige who knows comics. There's obviously like there's some super fan somewhere. Yeah. That would do a better job. It's not like he's directing the films. He just yeah. has to lay out the story. Yeah, and make sure keep it true to the comics. Yeah. Easy. But Yeah. Uh Iron Man. Uh for your sake, terrible movie. I've watched it several. <laughs> it's 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 a decent movie. I feel like there are uh better I'm not gonna say better Iron Man movies because Iron Man three was terrible, but um, like there is better Marvel. The movies. only good Iron Man movie is the first one. Yeah. <laughs> what was Iron Man two? Uh, it had um, Mickey Rourke. Not yeah, was yeah, it Mickey Rourke. Yeah, it was he? He plays a Russian. He plays not very well. Not very well. No. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, there's been better like Marvel movies than just the first Iron Man, but. It was that was so long ago that cause that came out in what two thousand something the first one two thousand eight yeah. yeah something like that or two thousand yeah I think it's two thousand eight like that but I, I'm excited for it I'm still gonna watch it uh, I don't think Kayla's seen it so there you go uh all right well let's let's wrap it up and get the out of here out of here we did an extra twenty minutes that you'll never hear <laughs> um. <laughs> Maybe we can do a voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's better than the hours and something that we did the yeah. other day that no one's <laughs> going to hear for the bonus. Uh, well, thanks for listening. Special thanks to our Patreon subscribers and the rest of the listeners and you and viewers like you and Thank you. you. No, not you. Get Person next to you. Get out. Ah. Uh, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com. Uh, slash pop culture bicycle. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at pop culture bicycle and on Twitter at pop culture bike. You can follow me on Instagram at pop culture Jake and Luke at Luke Keyway underspell underspell underspell. I'm gonna fuck it. <laughs> I think I've got it right once yep. last week. <laughs> yep. Um, I think you got it right for the bonus episode. <laughs> Uh, Luke Keyway underscore DG Keyway spelled K E W A Y. If you still use Facebook, you can find us by searching Pop Culture Bicycle. If you have any suggestions for us to read and or watch and or listen to and or listen to and or and or consume in any way, eat. Yeah. I don't care. Anally, 
Mm, you're like, you know what? I'll do it for the podcast. Yep. <laughs> do it for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Email the podcast at popculturebicycle at gmail.com. Use hashtag popculturebicycle on Twitter or DM us on any of our socials. So that'll so do that. that'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do. All right. Oh, and, uh, keep a lookout for commentaries and watch whatever movie that we commentate on and listen to us while watching it. Yep. Do it. Listen to anything and everything we put out. Because I think our last Bombateries, which is only our second Bombateries, was the best one yet. Yep. It's pretty fun. It was really fun. We had our friend Justin doing, it, doing it with us. And it was a fun movie to watch with the sound off and just make fun of. So. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, as we say. On the, these mean streets. On these mean streets. <gasps> Goodbye. Goodbye. I love you.